You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 203 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. I am on fire today. I am so excited about the the message, the story that I'm going to bring to you today because it truly is a life changer, a game changer, if you embrace it, if your mind is open to it. I have been so excited since the last episode of Game of Thrones just because of one thing that was said at the end of that episode, and it was that Tyrion Lannister raised the question, what unites people? He said, it's not armies, gold, or flags, it's stories. Nothing is more powerful than a good story. Now, many people heard that and went, huh? Come on, give me a break. They really didn't get what he was talking about. What he was talking about is that we are expressions of stories. The world that you see around you, that you call real, is the expression of a story. All you need to do is look at the great stories that civilizations have been built on to prove this. The stories like the Bible, the Koran, the Talmud, these stories have shaped the world in which we live. But this is not going to be a podcast about religion. It's actually going to focus more on science. There are three powerful authors and speakers and thinkers in the world today that I wish you would get acquainted with. I am going to introduce you to them if you haven't heard of them already. One is a man named Bruce Lipton. Bruce Lipton is a biologist. He wrote a really challenging and groundbreaking book called The Biology of Belief. And in it, he challenged the scientific, all of the scientific thought in the field of biology. Because essentially what he says in that book, and he offers a lot of proof to back it up, is that Our biology and our DNA are not fixed. They're not given to us and then, well, we just have to accept them. And if we got 
you know, bad genes, then, well, we got a bad roll of the dice and we just got to live with that. No. What he says is that our minds and our bodies actually influence and shape the biology of our lives, that we can influence our own DNA. Think that's crazy? Well, do some research into the field of epigenetics, a very, it's gaining respect more and more today. It's a credible area of the study of genetics, and they are finding more and more that the energy fields that we generate with our thoughts, with our beliefs, alter our DNA. This is incredibly powerful stuff. Another person, a famous author, is Greg Braden. And Greg is with two G's at the end. G-R-E-G-G-B-R-A-D-E-N. Now, Braden comes from the scientific um, discipline of quantum physics. And today he is a thought leader with who is offering us incredible insights into who we are. And he is, has married the, the fields of science and spirituality. He's brought them together. And he's showing the world what, how incredibly interrelated our scientific beliefs and our spiritual beliefs really are. Greg Braden's most recent book, and he's written many, is called Human by Design, From Evolution by Chance to Transformation by Choice. And here are some of the powerful, life-changing ideas that you'll discover in this book. One is that we are bathed in a field of intelligent energy. Two, that this field responds to us and it rearranges itself in the presence of heart-based feelings and beliefs. Basically, the ideas in this book completely explode. The ideas about the universe and about the world and reality that most of the world still lives by that were given to us by the scientist Isaac Newton. He basically gave us a, I mean, he, he was important, but he gave us a deterministic view of the world, a view in which human beings were kind of small helpless pawns in the face of large forces of physics, biology, chemistry, etc. And in the face of these forces, we really had very little power. Now we're finding out that Newton was probably wrong. Greg Braden's book even challenges 
the whole notion of Darwin's concept of evolution and basically saying that the beliefs that we choose will create the reality that we live into. You've heard a lot about this through the law of attraction. It was certainly dealt with in the film The Secret, but still a lot of people really don't give a lot of credibility to The Secret. They look at it as woo-woo. It's attractive. It's, you know, um, powerful, wishful thinking. But scientists like Braden and Lipton say, no, 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 there's much more to it. And they're showing us how science backs that up. Another really interesting book is called The Field. And The Field was written by a woman named Lynn McTaggart. And what's interesting about Lynn McTaggart is that she was a hard-nosed investigative journalist. So in her work as a journalist, she dealt with really, you know, dark experiences in the world. And she definitely didn't come to these things with an attitude of uh, naivete. She was skeptical and extremely critical in her thinking. And then there was a moment in her life when she began to discover something bigger, the field. And today, she writes passionately about this field that I talked about earlier, that we are bathed in, a field of intelligence, of energy. And in her book, one of the main ideas is that the human mind and body are not separate from the environment, but we are a, which is, we are a packet of pulsating power, constantly interacting with this vast energy sea. Think about that. Not separate from the environment. That the human mind and body are really composed of a pulsating power which is constantly interacting with the vast energy sea which is the field. These ideas are explosive. And one of the reasons that there's so much resistance to them is that they're scary. In order to embrace them, you've got to give up everything that you've understood about what you call reality. Wow. I mean, isn't that what they were dealing with in the movie The Matrix? That the world that people thought was real was really an illusion, and that those who embraced that as reality were trapped in the matrix. Okay, you don't have to go there, but what if you do? Here's what you will discover if you do, that you have a tremendous amount of inner power, that yes, you can 
be the master of your fate, that you can shape the world around you, and that you can create a wonderful dreamlike reality that you can tap into your dreams, channel them, and systematically and strategically make them real in the world. Why is that scary? Because it means that you are 100% responsible for the life that you live. That is scary and tremendously exciting, depending on which lens you view it through. But it does come back to the fact that story is everything. You see, if you're creating your world, what you're doing is beginning with a narrative. You're beginning with a belief. You can literally take a blank sheet of paper, decide what reality you want, get rid of the critical monkey mind that tells you stuff like, oh no, that can't happen. Be real. That's not realistic. That's foolish. Only um, people who are unhinged think like that, etc., etc., etc. All that self-talk, you can give into it, but the moment you do, what you've done is given into a limiting story. Or you can write on that blank sheet like a child without censorship. Create the reality, practice visualization, and then take actions to make that reality come true. By the way, I want to get this clear. People who think that the secret says, all you got to do is have an image in your head, close your eyes, and then open them and bingo, that reality will appear. They don't get it. That's not what it's saying. It takes work. You've got to do it. You've got to take actions to put the reality, the dreamlike reality, into the world. But when you do, you can transform every aspect of your life. You will step into a power that you right now only fantasize about, and we all do. Even if we want to deny it, we all do. We all fantasize about living an amazing life. But most of us dismiss those thoughts as fantasies, which means they can't happen. They can't be real. They're only in fairy tales. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to go beyond that. Consciousness may be a central force in shaping our world. One of the powerful ideas in the field, in the biology of belief, and certainly in all of Greg Braden's books. And once again, the, the, most, the latest one is Human by Design, from evolution by chance to transformation by choice. So, you've heard me 
Now you can make a choice. You have to make a choice. You can either say, hmm, that was interesting but kind of eccentric and quirky, and go back to, quote-unquote, reality, or you can take some time. When you sit alone, you still your mind and the, the chatter, and you begin to say, what if? What if I really do have more power than I ever allowed myself to see and feel and tap into it. I want to bring this to a close with a quote from Marianne Williamson. If you haven't heard of her, please do look her up, Google her name. You will be hearing more about her in the upcoming months. She has thrown herself into the presidential race as a Democrat. She is a powerful thought leader, a spiritual thinker, highly respected around the world. And here is one of her most famous quotes. You usually only get part of it. I'm going to read you the entire thing. Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Those are powerful words. Now, I want to add a note here. A lot of people don't believe in God, and I'm not here to tell you that you should or you shouldn't. What I will say is that it's a loaded word, and sometimes when you hear, if you're a person who is very skeptical or you're a non-believer, which is okay, then chances are that as soon as you hear the word God in a quote, you'll dismiss the entire quote. But what if your mind were more expansive and more open, and you could choose to substitute the word God? To put in its place the glory of the universe, the glory of a higher intelligence, the glory of a creative force that is within us, choose whatever word you want that you are comfortable with and don't dismiss the quote. As the cliche saying goes, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Do yourself a big favor. Choose one of the books that I discussed with you today. Either Bruce Lipton's Biology of Belief, Greg Braden's Human by Design, or The Field by Lynn McTaggart. Pick it up for free as an audiobook on Audible. It can 
change and enrich your entire life. Simply go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. And then take advantage of the offer that they make to all of you, the listeners of the show, by downloading the audiobook that you want absolutely free, no obligations. You get to keep it even if at the end of the entire free trial of all of Audible service, one month free trial, you decide, I don't want to continue with Audible. You haven't spent penny and you have the book to keep forever. As you embark on this challenge of exploring your own belief systems, and I know they're challenging because, I mean, they've been challenging for me. I still struggle with this, but I definitely, definitely embrace these beliefs much more than I did in the past when I rejected them outright. I was one of those people that if you started talking to me about something and I had to believe in it because God had something to do with it, I would dismiss it because it wasn't to me scientific and real. I no longer feel that way. But it will be challenging because what it's asking you to do is to look at the world through this lens. I must believe it, and then I will see it. And the lens that you were given through your conditioning and education is the lens that says, I will believe it when I see it. It's quite a shift. And by the way, you are aware that there is a major shift going on in the world. Major thought leaders are moving more and more toward this view. Scientists, marketers, educators, the ones who are major influencers are all starting to emphasize the power of storytelling more and more. Some of them are just talking about storytelling as a powerful persuasion tool, which it is as a, an important tool in marketing, which it is. Joe Polish calls marketing, he defines marketing as storytelling. He says that selling is influence and marketing is storytelling. But I'm suggesting that storytelling is what creates you and gives your life meaning. I'll go as far as to say that without a story, you are invisible. So as you reach for a higher level of consciousness and a, a richer, more fulfilling way to be, a more abundant way to be in the world, always begin with the question which will move you bravely into the challenge. How can I change my story? and change my life. Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.